Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I swear to God, if you guys aren't recording, I'm going to be so pissed. Was it on one or after one? Jordan, I swear <laughs> to fuck. I, I think it was on five. Yep. There was okay, I'm going to take that bullshittery <laughs> as uh, you guys are recording. <laughs> Because I feel the need to ask that at the start of every one of these goddamn recordings. It wouldn't be a true uh, Ryan-produced podcast if it didn't have someone asking if we're actually recording. Man, I've just punched my mic stand like four times. <laughs> I heard Fuck, it. Fuck, we're professional. I heard it. I'll take your anger out on the equipment. Come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> only, only a poor man blames his tools, sir. too. <laughs> <laughs> But let's not get into that. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm blamed for everything. I'm the biggest tool we got. And with that, welcome welcome to the Morning Game Podcast, everyone. We still do these things? Dude, I was, I was looking at the old episodes, and it's been like... I think the last one we released was in two, uh, 2015. I almost said 2005. Uh, it seems that The last long. one we released was in 2015. <laughs> it seems like only yesterday. I can't math. That was like, what, 12 years ago? Yeah, sounds about uh, right. It may as well be. Yeah, it seems that long ago at this point. Man, I feel honored that you bring me on for my first podcast after being so like, away for so long. <laughs> Ryan, there's someone else here. Who is it? I know. Who is that, man? <laughs> Who's the masked man? Uh, wh- well, well, well. Uh, y- y'all, y'all know me. I'm I'm Ryan. Uh, uh with me I have uh, as always, Jordan. Oh, always. I was actually brought on like episode four or something, I believe. But well, hi. like the whole two episodes you've been on. But uh, <laughs> who's 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 this third guy, man? I have no idea. He's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> no. Hey, everybody. I'm I'm Justin. I'm, this is uh, Justin. Just, uh, another another gamer here in Ottawa. Yay. Whoa, name dropping the city, eh? Oh, they're going to yeah. find us now. <laughs> you know, Nintendo's been trying to find me for the past five years, but I've stayed off the grid. Because of your Skype avatar? <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't tell. They're like, is that actually Captain Toad or Naw? <laughs> Turns out it was Naw. So I guess we have to stop our recordings now and piss uh, Ryan off more. Oh, well, I mean, we're going to stop the recording, obviously, and then we're never going to post this. Uh, that's that's the secret to a, a successful podcast. You record it after putting it off for about three years, and then you never post it. That's the secret. <laughs> what didn't I post? <laughs> we definitely did an episode that was never posted. Oh, I have about four on my computer that was there never it posted. Is. They were pure There's shit. There's the truth. Keep it in the but back it was pocket. Never, it was never any with with you, man. Yeah, I mean, keep it in your back pocket because that's where you keep the shit right by your butt. Oh, if they were not, or good. save it, save it for the Got archive. Him. If ever you know you go big and on, it's a Patreon bonus or something. <laughs> Patreon. Oh my gosh, you are generous, Jeez. sir. We didn't Cra- crowdfunding already. We didn't eh? bring you on here just to flatter us, but you are. 
yeah, so welcome welcome back to the Boarding Game Podcast. Uh it's been it's been like forever since we've done one of these. We we covered that like, topic already, Ryan. You you said it was a long time. I know. I made it's, a joke it's about, it's been forever. about shit or something. I don't even remember anymore. Uh and then we're back here again. Listen, I'm just I'm just feeling good, okay? Yeah? Why are you feeling good, man? Yeah. Playing games? Let him, let him yeah. feel good. Oh, I punched my mic <laughs> again. I'm totally professional. <laughs> he feels good as his um, wrist doesn't. It's fine. No, 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 no. If we're talking good about games, no, I'm not. Because I've been playing uh, a little game called Bloodborne recently. Oh, yeah. And uh, I am, I am, I'm beaten, man. <laughs> Damn, it's true. You haven't been playing games since 2015. <laughs> I know. Seriously. This this is just filler for uh for the twenty till the uh, March twenty first. Ryan's actually been in stasis for the past couple years. Like we he we got him playing Bloodborne and then froze him right up and then unfroze him for this episode. I only come out when we record. Oh, coming out, eh? Love it. So, uh, what got um, you into Bloodborne? Guys, I work with mm-hmm. uh, convinced me. Hey, it's a great game, and then it just. It, no. Ryan, are these guys you work with abusive? Do we need to call HR? Because it sounds like they're abusing you. <laughs> so, so let me let me let me paint a picture for you about my my first experience with the game. I uh, I was all excited. I bought the game. You know, I, I downloaded it. I was ready to play it. And I get into it expecting it to be hard because everybody tells me it's going to be hard. And you know, I'm 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 going through it, and the first guy you encounter you're supposed to die on like he he kills you right away no what i didn't realize is my game glitched out at that exact moment (laughs) so you die and you're sent off to this different area where you get a tutorial and you get well tutorial but you get a weapon and everything and then uh yeah you go back and uh you're supposed to you know have a weapon to fight these guys i never got a weapon at all. <laughs> so I was just running around karate chopping people. It was not fun. <laughs> I like how I Justin chimed in with that really quick no when you're like, you're supposed to die. I think he knows something that we don't. <laughs> you just run past them, dude. Man, I tried that, but they follow you. That yeah. game is relentless. <laughs> you, you run past them, you turn right, you climb the ladder, boom, you're you're good. Oh, you got it memorized. Yeah, here's, here's the other thing. I didn't realize there was a ladder there. You need to pull the, the lever. So after I killed all the guys, I was stuck in that first area for like 20 minutes before I realized there's a goddamn ladder. Are you a it wasn't Are you fun, a Bloodborne fan, okay. Justin? You play it much? I I did when it in 2015. Yeah. Uh and I watched a bunch of speedruns like at ADGQ and stuff like that and uh you know, I played it every once in a while and now I know to run past the guy. <laughs> you played the speedruns and realized, "Man, I'm never going to be that good. I'm sorry." Oh no! I didn't try to speed run. F that. <laughs> no, no, I have a life, man. I can't memorize frames. I mean, I don't have a life, and I also cannot memorize frames. So I guess we're all in the same boat here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so after you a, got a weapon, game. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I got. I got the weapon. I got to the first boss, and I've been neglecting playing did it. you seriously not play it since we last talked about this i don't appreciate your attitude here, 
I mean, you should come to my house. I'll coach you through it. <laughs> that I want to see. I want to see like a motivational like uh, montage of Justin we'll teaching a... Ryan how to play Bloodborne. We'll do a video <laughs> podcast on location. <laughs> roll now, roll now, roll again. But, roll one more time. But no, I, I I haven't played it since we last talked, Jordan. <laughs> well, you know what? I've played since we last talked. It's uh, very similar to Bloodborne. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay, you, you say it's very similar to Bloodborne, but I've heard that game is hard. Wait, Bloodborne or Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild. I mean, I'd say that both of them are hard. Uh, I mean, Bloodborne I'd literally never be able to play because I suck at games. Uh, but uh, Zelda is, at least the new one, also very open-ended. So there's a lot of stuff that you can easily miss, and if you aren't good at games, then uh, you, you do die a lot. Oh, yeah. Have you been playing <laughs> by, it at all? By you Zelda got... standards, it's, it's pretty difficult. <laughs> you guys have both been playing it, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how is it? Like, like I've, I've heard nothing but good things, but I don't have a Switch, so. I don't either. I played on Wii U. I ain't gonna buy a oh, did it come out for console Wii U? for yeah, yeah. That shows how uh, how much of an impact that uh, console. Made. Oh my well, gosh! Wow, <laughs> Switch. Savage. I'm getting that thing around Christmas. I'm gonna wait for more games and Mario Kart <laughs> and a price drop and a bundle. I mean, it to be actually available. All of those are valid options. <laughs> that too. Are you talking to a guy who got an S Classic on like day two with Ooh, pure luck? But, nice. Yeah. Wait, you have an S Classic? Hell yeah. Nice, dude. We t- man, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I tried so hard to get one of those. You can come over and play it. <laughs> He's gonna come over to play it, and then you're gonna trick him into this Bloodborne training montage. <laughs> I can see it now. It, it's a rite of passage. <laughs> you can play the. You can play the classic. You just got to beat Bloodborne first. Actually, I could be even more sadistic. I'm and never tell playing you, the classic. I, I could tell you to to, to beat. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 1. Fair. Which is harder than Bloodborne. (laughs) Way harder. (laughs) So with with the new Zelda, the the great thing is that they really made it so that you can just kind of explore and do literally whatever the hell you want. Um, And they do put in like guidance and stuff to kind of like push you in the right direction. But you can really do literally anything. Uh, I think a big awesome thing that uh, I saw someone say is that Literally from once you exit the very first tutorial area, the plateau area, you can go straight to Hyrule Castle where, like, Ganon is, and, like, you'll obviously die. But you can just go right there and try and end the game. Yeah, with three hearts. Um, yeah. We just have to wait for uh, some, some crazy, uh, dare I say, uh, Asian kid to just head straight there and beat him with three hearts. Three hearts, hand, no blind, weapons. Blindfolded. No weapons, with, uh, no shirt. Donkey Kong bongos. <laughs> and it's totally going to happen. I, I ran into oh, uh, an issue. I ran into an issue with it where um, right at the beginning, you literally like come out of this uh, like uh, stasis area where you start the game. And there's like an old man character that you meet. And when you first talk to him, he gives you, like, his rundown of kind of, like, oh, this is what's going on. This is what you should do to get going. And then you can just, like, walk away and start doing it. The problem is, as you're going through this starting area, you're, like, getting told little things about the controls. You know, like, the obvious stuff, like, push forward to walk forward. Uh, 
press this to jump and you can climb or whatever. But right behind the old man is a torch. And if you grab the torch, um, it tells you about how to lock on to things so you can like fight them. And remember, please, that I am a terrible gamer. So I never saw the torch. I just completely missed it. So I didn't know until about like uh, an hour in that you could lock on to enemies to fight them. Uh, so I was just kind of like wildly sl- uh, swinging my sword or whatever I had at the time. <laughs> didn't you also tell me that uh, at one point you were uh, looking off of a ledge with binoculars and you just like walked right off? Okay, I didn't want to bring that up, especially in front of <laughs> Justin. Uh, Don't feel bad. I've done that. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't great. Listen, you, you go after me about Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm going after you about Zelda. Yeah, I got up to the tower and uh, used my Sheikah Slate <laughs> as a telescope and then literally pressed forward and walked right off the tower and died. Uh, so that was not a shining moment of my gaming prowess for sure. Why are the objects in the distance suddenly moving so fast? <laughs> and up? <laughs> oh, look, red, I'm dead. Are they all flying? What's going on? Now, how how is the um, uh, like item... Because I know in the game, uh, like, swords and, and armor and stuff uh, break, like, over time and stuff. How, how is that? Over time, like, a minute. <laughs> oh, is it is it that fast? Oh, my gosh, yeah. So they added this, uh, this weapon deterioration system, which is dividing a lot of people. Uh, I personally, I, I don't care for it, just because all it does is slow down the gameplay. It has no real value to, to the actual game. Uh, but it's handled in such a way that you you can find weapons virtually anywhere, and uh, you can expand your inventory by exploring and picking up these seeds. But ultimately, yeah, it's just fun to swing around whatever weapon you have and like, oh crap, my sword broke. Now I got to swing around this friggin' tree branch. Because <laughs> I've seen like I know I've seen like videos and stuff of like up on top of cliffs. Like I I don't know what it's called. I've never played the game, so I don't know what it's called. But like. Time, like, seems to freeze, and, like, yellow chains, like, come, and you can, like, grab boulders and, like, launch them at enemies and stuff. Yes. It, it just looks fun, like. Yeah, those are the, <laughs> the slate powers, the slate runes. Um, so instead of, like, different weapons and items that you pick up throughout the world, like a normal Zelda game, they give you pretty much all your special abilities right near the front of the game. And uh, one of them is you can freeze stuff, you can freeze enemies eventually, uh, you can use, like, something called magnesis to throw around uh, metal objects and crush enemies with it. It's pretty fun. Nice. Um, do you still have to like go and like gather chests and stuff like from, uh, from temples and, and dungeons and stuff? Yeah. Jordan, you want to fill the one, that one in? Yeah. So the way that they kind of handle <laughs> it, because um, you don't really have a, a set of inventory that you keep forever, like in regular Zelda games, um, you actually find a lot more items in chests. Like, they're just kind of scattered around, but they're not as, like, say, high value. So, like, you open a chest and you might have a more powerful sword, um, but it's not going to be, like, a big buildup that you open up and suddenly it's like, oh, I suddenly have this new thing that is going to carry me through the rest of the game. Um, So it's a lot more, like, moment-to-moment gratification. It's a lot more exploring. Um, And I'm actually... Once again, terrible gamer here. Very early in the game still. 
Um, I've actually just gotten, like, I've gotten out of the starting area and onto the main Hyrule area and just gotten to the part where you meet Impa. This is, like, right at the beginning. Um, because what I do is I'll, like, get the main quest. And, Ryan, you know this because we play Borderlands. I'll get the main quest and then, like, a couple of other things will come up that I find during exploration. And suddenly it's like, I'm off doing this. I've got to find all the, the seeds. I'm, I'm going to go get, uh, get this guy some chickens, uh, and it just turns into this whole thing that I've got to find this everything. This is why we haven't beaten Borderlands yet. Yeah, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, so close until we found that whole new area that we've got to finish. That was great. But Yeah, it was. But so I'm not very far in it. And so I but I am a couple hours in and I haven't even come across a single dungeon yet. Uh, now, they do kind of treat it differently because there's these things called temples. Um, which are basically kind of like uh, mini, like mini dungeons, like just little puzzles. Each one, at least so far, has kind of introduced uh, a mechanic. They use them to give you your uh, startup slate power, so like your bombs or your stasis power, whatever. Um, and then as you go, they start just turning into like kind of puzzle things that you need to figure out. It could be defeating an enemy. Um, I actually just found the one um, where they actually teach you how to like do perfect dodges and stuff in the temple. So like you like jump to the side and it tells you like the timing to do it. Um, but then you go to those to get uh, power ups that will then give you extra hearts because um, you don't find uh, you don't find heart pieces anymore. Um, or update your uh, stamina uh, to run faster or climb higher without uh, tiring out. Um, but okay. there's no there there are uh, like actual dungeons to my knowledge, but I haven't reached any yet. Uh, how how far have you gotten, Justin? I've got two dungeons down, like two main mainline dungeons down. I'm working on the third right now, but I'm not allowed to play it without the wife present. Mm. Uh, <laughs> she enjoys helping me with the dungeons, and she. I'm not allowed to do any story content without her. So <laughs> it's been a slow process, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like Jordan was saying, those shrines are amazing. Um, there's about 120 of them across the landscape. And uh, early on, they give you all the stasis, or stasis, all the the runes to help you along your way. But every other dungeon has this, a little mechanic to it that teaches you either how to apply that new mechanic or just builds on an existing one that you had. And you really got to, you know, some of the... Uh, beginning ones are easy, but then later they get way more difficult. You really got to use your head. Hell, some of them are built right into literal labyrinths. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's no really the cool. uh, the reason the reason I asked that is uh, like the the chess question is because I know uh, for me personally the last uh, Zelda game new Zelda game I played was uh, Link to the Past, and uh, I know with that when you go into like the dungeons and stuff. Um, there's that I can't remember his name, but there's that like shopkeep that you meet like right early on, and you have to like rent the items. Oh, Link Between Worlds, like finding them. What did I say? Link to the past. That's I that's what it was. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Oh man, Ryan, you're you're still coming out of that stasis. I totally get it. All right, listen, I'm still in 2015 <laughs> right now. <laughs> I I feel like they um, used uh, no Link Between Worlds. Is what I, I feel mean. like they used yeah. Link Between Worlds as kind of like a. A practice to get ready for this game because there's a there's a couple concepts in that game that they've really taken and grown into fruition in breath of the wild like like you mentioned uh you don't you you rent items or in, instead of like collecting them so you can do things out of order 
because um, you can definitely do this in this game. Like you can just like do whatever you want. You can you can focus on the things you want to focus on, and they've really kind of like planned it out so that no matter which way you go, there's always something interesting to do. Exactly, okay. and there's like there's still that distinction of you know like water, water dungeon or fire dungeons, desert. Uh, forest or whatever so it's still, still kind of that distinction and they all use that centralized theme and you know they put you in there try to figure it out what what i like to do in it is um like you can literally just walk around the landscape and the developers since they've worked on it for so long have just hidden things that like if you look at them you'll be like oh that's interesting why is it like that and then like you'll you'll do something and something will happen for example um, like Justin was saying, there's a, there's a method in there to increase your inventory slots by collecting, uh, seeds. Uh, to do that, you find these, uh, these creatures hidden throughout the world. And sometimes you just need to get up to a certain hill or something like that to, uh, make them appear. Other times you have to solve simple puzzles. For example, once I, uh, I climbed a mountain and then at the top there were a bunch of rocks just kind of chilling there. I'm like, wow, these rocks are random. Why are they here? And then I looked over, and there's two trees at the bottom of a hill that kind of look like goalposts. So I roll the rocks uh, down the hill, and they start rolling and go through the tree goalposts, and one of these creatures appear, and I get a seed. Interesting. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Same point, uh, once you arrive in uh, Kakariko Village, there's, uh, I think there's five statues, five little statues uh, in front of one of the main huts, where there's four apples in bowls in front of each one, but there's one bowl without an apple. So if you happen to have an apple and in your inventory, just drop it in there. Boop, you get a you get a seed. It, there's nine hundred of these things. <laughs> it, it really uh, the the developers really trust the gamers to kind of like make their own connections and find their own paths. Like they they'll set up these places that will inspire creativity and inspire good ideas, and then trust that the gamers are smart enough to go ahead and figure it out. Like, uh, they'll right at the beginning, there's an area where there's some bad guys around a fire, and right next to them is a tree with a beehive in it, um, with bees flying around it. So I, I defeated the, the monsters, and then I saw the beehive, and I'm like, oh, cool, honey. I could use some honey since uh, cooking's a big part of this game. And But uh, I knew that the bees would attack me if I just, like, hit the beehive. So there was a torch right next to the fire. I grabbed the torch, stood under the beehive while holding the torch equipped, and the bees flew away because of the smoke, and then I could collect the beehive without uh, any interference. Oh, that's cool. Is uh, You mentioned cooking. Is um, is there like a, like a hunger system in it, or is it just like different food causes different effects? Because like, I know I just recently beat uh, Final Fantasy XV, and the cooking mechanism in that was like it gives you different boosts and like for a certain amount of time like you cook the better the food the more like power you have in fights or uh the longer you can do certain things or yeah the food like that. In like, that is, game, is that how it is and i wanted to reach into the tv and eat it it looked so good <laughs> oh <laughs> in uh, final fantasy that's like where half their budget went was uh, to texture Dude, the food I I can't believe it. It was like the first time I I was playing that game. Like we got, I I got to my first campsite, and yeah, as you said, like even just like the bowl of rice, you're like, damn, that is a good looking bowl of rice. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, but but is the is that sort of how it is in Zelda? Um. Well, 
not quite. The way that the food works in uh, Zelda is kind of like threefold. Uh, first off, there's there's no heart containers that you collect like to re- restore hearts. You don't like cut grass or defeat enemies and they drop hearts. Um, what happens is you use food uh, as a way to restore hearts. So like even just an apple that you pick up off the ground um, will restore like uh, a, a quarter of your heart. Uh, but you can take the food and cook it or uh, or combine it with other food or uh, or enemy items, and you'll get more powerful food. So it'll either restore more hearts, or if you combine it together, it'll give you a, a status effect or a uh, give you an immunity of some sort. So there's there's foods that you can make that will give you a buff against the cold. So you can go into cold climates without losing hearts or health. Um, or there's another one that makes you uh, move more quietly so that when you uh, move around, you can be more stealthy around enemies and they won't realize that you're around. Um, and then there'll also be uh, certain food items that uh, will restore more hearts and I believe even give you temporary hearts that you can use um, that uh, disappear after a while, though I'm, I haven't gotten to that part of the game yet. Yep, you can make... Uh... Like you said, yellow hearts at the end of your, your initial life bar. The only difference is those ones don't replenish. Once they're gone, they're gone. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely one of the games I uh, I want to check out. Um, it'll probably be like one of those situations where like I'll, I'll borrow it from a friend or something. Yeah, the, the great thing is that, like I mentioned, the, the developers put all this love into crafting these like situations for gamers to be awesome. Except I'm not awesome. So I just messed them up. Um, so, like, there was one area where there you're next to this fire that's behind that has a rock next to it, and then behind the rock is an encampment of enemies that uh, are actually surrounded by explosive barrels. Um, so obviously, the secret uh, is that you want to light something and uh, throw it at the barrels so the barrels explode. Um, so I get a torch that's lying close by, light the torch, chuck it over at the barrels, and completely miss. Um, it doesn't even go halfway to the barrel, so it just kind of falls there. I'm like, okay, well, that that didn't work. Uh, but thankfully, there's a, a spear close by. <laughs> so I grab the spear uh, and light it and uh, take aim and fire. Also miss again. Um, and at this point... <laughs> The enemies realize that something is weird because there's a bunch of flaming things being thrown at their explosive barrels and uh, come and attack me and kill me. So it didn't go very well. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> so. 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 There's a game that I'm stupidly excited about to change the subject a little bit. And I don't know how into it you guys are. Uh, but from when we're recording this, Mass Effect Andromeda comes out in less than a goddamn week. That's true. Is it I less than a week? S- yeah, yeah, man, it comes out this coming oh, Tuesday. Oh, 21st, that's right. And if you're an EA I Access am... member, you get to play it. Or... Justin, I didn't ask you on this podcast <laughs> to give us some bullshit about <laughs> promos. The only people we care about are... Uh, Audible.com and Blue Apron. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Not sponsored. <laughs> but we are I'm open. just stating a fact for us fellow gamers. 
If you want to play the game goddamn early, subscribe to EA Access. <laughs> Durr, I don't work for EA. <laughs> Yo, though, I am so fucking excited for the new Mass Effect games. Or for, sorry, not games, but game. You heard it um, here, folks. More than one game are coming out here. On com- confirmed by Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I've, like, gone back. So, basically, when I haven't been playing Bloodborne, my life has been consumed by re-beating Mass Effect 1 through 3. And I finally beat 3, like, two nights ago. And, dude, I am so ready for this game to come out. It looks absolutely incredible. It ties apparently it's going to tie everything into like nicely with the the original series like it's going to make references to the original series. They've taken ele- like the best of elements from all three games and put it into this one and man, I am excited. I feel it. Have I, you I get, can feel I, it from here. Oh man, it's all I've been talking about for the last like month with like anybody who talks to me about I games. I can vouch for that at least. Uh <laughs> Yep. Man, well, the, it's funny because the guys I work with, um, they uh, a bunch of them pre-ordered the Switch, so they all they all have been playing the Switch for the last like week so or two weeks whenever Zelda it came out. You know. uh, well, and there's one two Switch. Yeah, uh, there is. <laughs> you mean but, one like, two games? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One two Wario. And, and like they'll 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 come in and be like, "Yo, I did this in Zelda, and I did this in Zelda," and I like I will straight up be like, "Cool." Don't care until Mass Effect comes out. It works out, too, uh, with my work schedule, that I end up working the day the game comes out, but I work, like, right beside the place where I pre-ordered it from. So I'm just going to go pick it up, and then I got the next two days off. So if you don't hear from me for, like, those two days, uh, I'm either dead because I've played the game so long, or I'm in the process of dying because I've been doing nothing but playing the game. (laughs) Just let it be. Let it be known here. Just, just buy. Make sure you're drinking your Red Bull and you're eating your Cheetos. Oh, please, Monster, Monster! Monster. This is a Monster Energy podcast. Uh, okay, plugging more uh, brands. <laughs> no, listen, man. <laughs> I have worked hard to get my 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 not partnership, but my my kinship with Monster Energy. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a partnership. I would call it a was mentioned on Twitter by their them once. Like three years in ago. At but I call that a partnership. <laughs> hey, good enough for me. Folks, uh, whenever you pick up Mass Effect Andromeda on March 21st, be sure to pick yourself up a nice can of Monster Energy Drink. It quenches, and it gives you the energy necessary to play games for 48 hours straight. This is my favorite Monster Energy Drink on the... I don't know the rest of the... Uh, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, man. That was like that was like the greatest moment of my life, too. I, I plugged them for so long on uh, the other podcast we were on that shall not be named. Uh, which I don't know why. Harry, I just don't feel like was it a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> yep, that was it. That was it. Uh, totally, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, man, it got so, so. So the old podcast we used to op- we used to open the podcast by by me and David and whoever else had one opening a can of Monster right into the microphone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I would tweet. Every like after every podcast, like that was a great podcast. Glad we had Monster Energy to to get us through it. Basically, we were already quintessential gamers before starting this, whatever this is. We we were absolutely 
like sponsored by them without apps actually being sponsored by them. <laughs> like, we still had to run to the gas station to buy the the can. Oh yeah, yeah, but it was I was more than happy to spend a, a couple of dollars on that fine, delicious energy drink. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't Listen, help that, that I got know me through a lot of hard times. If I say I know the rock star guy here in the city, but you know, <laughs> I won't. I don't know. I don't know. It's okay, though. <laughs> Ryan's loyalties go real deep, man. Okay. I won't question them. <laughs> I actually... I don't know if I should say this on a podcast, because I'm still trying to get sponsored. My dream is to be sponsored by Monster on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't actually had Monster in, like, a oh, year. Oh, well, it's all gone. They were actually... They were calling you right now. They, they were listening <laughs> Until you in. said that. They they have a partnership with Skype. Whenever the term monster is said more than three times in a Skype chat, it auto calls them. They were it's ready like to join. Yeah, they in were. In fact, that was their new drink, the Beetle Juice. And yeah, he <laughs> said it three times, but they backed off. They're like, oh man, this guy hasn't had it in years. What's going on? His you have to have acquainted. all the lights off, and you say their name three times, and they magically appear in front. It magically appears in front of the you. monster symbol. Like is uh, like shows up and cracks in your wall with a green light shining through it. It's true. It is three scratch marks. Yeah. Oh my god! It's all adding up. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Did you uh, anyway. Did you pre-order uh, Mass Effect, right? Uh yeah yeah just uh just the normal edition though okay um no um yeah I don't know the 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 like special edition of it just didn't I didn't care about any of the stuff that came with it mm-hmm. it was like just a bunch of in game like weapons and and skins and stuff mm-hmm. get your very own Omni tool from EB Games oh there it is again uh not <laughs> sponsored by EB Games. <laughs> Are, are you? Let me let me make this clear again. Not sponsored at all. Could, right could we? Local video game shop. Could we call this episode not sponsored at all? Your local video game shop at Sunny Billings Bridge Mall. <laughs> Billings Bridge, please. Oh man, well, where do you go? Please. Class Orleans. Class. Wow, we're we're really like narrowing down our uh, yo. Someone our location for people right some now. Some crazy stalker has their like map out, and they're like, "This is the episode I've been waiting for for years." Um, no, but you know what? I did get the special edition of Monster Persona Energy Five. Drink? Persona Five. Ooh. When does that come out? Because listen, April. It was supposed to come out three months oh, yeah. ago. If you're a real fan, you would have played it in Japanese and not understood anything. I was going to say, but I want to know the story. <laughs> just open Google Translator next to you, keep it on like auto-listen, and then just boom, there you go. Um, the, the, the tentative date right now is April 4th. Um, that's only two weeks after Mass Effect. <laughs> better get so on I've, Basically, I have two weeks to beat Mass Effect, and then Persona 5 comes out. Plenty of time. No worries. They'll delay it again for you. Oh, don't say that. And you can play ukulele in the meantime. Yeah, that's finally coming out too, right? Yep. That's What what is it called? Ukulele. Ukulele. It's it's by the people that uh, made Banjo-Kazooie, right? Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, they isn't Banjo Kazooie done by Rare? Yes, it's a bunch of ex Rare people. Exactly. So who they're broke off uh, and they made their own studio okay. called Platonic. They're they're no longer Rare. Uh, okay. uh, they're well done. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, no, that wasn't good. Um, and uh, <laughs> they they uh, did a Kickstarter for uh, basically funding this game, which is like it's basically a Banjo Kazooie clone, uh, you could say. I guess yeah. with a lizard with it bleeds banjo. Yeah, it's uh, with a chameleon and a uh, bat. Bat, and you go around collecting things. And there's zany characters, and you're uh... real, real subtle on the logo text. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're both named after musical instruments. Yeah, yep. Are they? Yeah. What the hell's a lele? <laughs> Ukulele. Yeah, that's one instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's all just one instrument. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Good thing I didn't go to my local music shop and go, hey, can I have a yuka? <laughs> yeah, Ryan, uh, you got any Jordan, lilies? You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't pull instrument stuff to a guy who works at a music store. <laughs> <laughs> I sell musical instruments for a living. Like, you can't, you can't do that to me. <laughs> Shoot, but how often does somebody go in and be like, "Hey, I like Tiny Tim. Give me a ukulele." <laughs> I'm I'm gonna wait for the day now that somebody comes in and just goes, "Yeah, I'm looking for a uh, a uh, yuka and a lele." Oh no! <laughs> hey, we have both. Are They're you... two for one. Here you go. <laughs> it's a two for one special. <laughs> we'll give you the body and the neck. The strings are separate, though. <laughs> Plus, we gotta drill the hole in the thing. Oh man. So I, I'm proud. Yeah, no, this, I'm proud this of looks the uh, the people who made it because they actually made it, um, and it looks decent, I guess, from what I've seen so far. Uh, oh, okay. Now you know it's a banjo game because Grant Kirkhope did the uh, sound club, yeah. soundtrack. Uh, yeah, colorful. Yeah, there. I mean, when's the last time we had a really good uh, character platformer? There was a, an issue where just like I don't even like Mega Man. Um, but for some reason, you. I know, I'm, it's because I'm not good at games, and Mega Man Ugh. requires that you're at least pretty okay with games. Um, I can speed run Jordan, two what, in 42 minutes. <laughs> Jordan, think very carefully about what you're going to say next. No, no, saying no. You don't like Mega Man. Okay, but for like some I reason, <laughs> I decided to uh, to back uh, Mighty Number no. 9 on Kickstarter at some point. Oh, God. And that thing turned into the... I'm Biggest, sorry for you. Like shit show disappointment on the face of the planet. I'm pretty sure. I didn't even, I didn't so even want to pirate that game. Yeah, no, I I bought it uh, in the Kickstarter and I've never played it. Uh, so yeah, and I, I never played will. It. I borrowed it from a friend and it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, I I, I did the same thing. <laughs> it was one of those things where where I'm like, oh cool, it's the guy who does Mega Man. And then surprise, you know, might might as well. And then you put the first like little bit. You're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then it just, just no. <laughs> Apparently, he had like almost nothing to do with the game. He just kind of oversaw stuff. That's literally what all the yeah. behind the scenes stuff looked like. Like he would just show up and he'd like <laughs> laugh and be like, oh, ho, ho, ho. it's like Mega Man, and then walk away. And it's like, oh, okay, he's here, <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for the this this ukulele thing, ukulele, 
Um, is it is it going to be another like collectathon? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Think banjo. Like Sweet. it's straight up banjo cloned. So so it is banjo with a different skin. Pretty much, just you know, different levels, different characters. Yeah, reskinned. Sweet. It'll play a lot like um. Don't know if you guys remember the uh, good old Psychonauts. Oh yeah. From way back. Oh yeah. That's coming oh, yeah. back too. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Have, have they finally made a new one? Psychonauts two. It's coming. They uh, they've agreed that uh, James Willems of Funhouse fame is going to be a voice of a toilet in Psychonauts two. Is that is that like confirmed? Yeah. Or is that just yeah like uh, the uh, the maker of the game or something was tweeting at him and uh, like if if anyone knows Funhouse, um, James is a huge Psychonauts fan like. Before the second game was announced, uh, he always talked about it. And at one point, he made a comment how he would be happy to even just voice a toilet in Psychonauts 2. And then uh, from that comment, when they announced Psychonauts 2, uh, eventually, after uh, petitioning and the internet being the internet, the uh, the maker of the game ended up saying, like, yeah, we'll uh, get you to voice uh, a toilet in Psychonauts 2, James. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever actually played Psychonauts. I actually got it on sale, uh, on a Steam sale, a while ago. And I did my usual gamer thing of I played it for one session for about an hour and a half and liked it. And it was cool and quirky and platforming. I'm like, okay. It's got a little bit of puzzle in it, a little bit of action. Uh, I'm going to come back to this game, and I've never come back to it. Yeah, I played it way back on the OG Xbox. I think one of the issues I have is that I don't have a controller set up for my computer system, so it's difficult to play that game with a mouse and keyboard. It is not designed Yo, for it. That's because only scrubs use uh, controllers when playing on PC. Oh no, no! Don't say that. Not for Listen, not for platformers. Yeah, uh, it doesn't uh, matter, man. <laughs> now, mouse and keyboard all the way. <laughs> FPS for sure. RTS definitely. Yeah, you're 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 talking to a hardcore StarCraft player. So <laughs> RTS, there you go. Uh, okay, cool. I didn't know uh, Psychonauts was done by uh, Double Fine. Yeah. Yep. Which is awesome because Double Fine is cool. They make a lot of cool games. They made one of my favorite games of all time, Brutal Legend. I was just looking at pictures of that. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game so much. It's so good, man. What is Jack care. Black I, doing I, now? Uh, <sighs> Jack. Black. I don't know. Uh, well, he just did uh, Goosebumps last year. That's true. That's he true. he did so. do that, so I guess he needed a paycheck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Tenacious D ain't paying off too much. Right now. <laughs> nope. After Rise of the Phoenix. Uh, he's going to be on The Price is Right this oh, year. Oh, no. On February. Oh, he was on The Price is Right in February 20th. Oh, so he really needs for a paycheck. For Celebrity Charity Week. As a contestant? Yeah. Oh, man. I got to I gotta find he play, that. He played himself. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Doesn't he always? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, Jack Black stars Jack Black. Except for that one movie where he was amazing. Uh, he was like um. Uh, like a mortician. 
Uh, what was okay. that? Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic yeah, yeah. movie. Oh, I, I yeah. thought you were talking about that one where he was, uh, like, 600 pounds and a panda. Kung Fu Panda. My favorite series. Oh. School of Rock? Yeah. You nailed it. He plays the guitar. <laughs> or does Panda Express? I was going to go so, with, uh, 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 what was that other movie that was in School of Rock? That other movie? Shallow Hell. That's not School of Rock. Tenacious D? Pick of Destiny? I know. I only I only really know him from Kung Fu Panda, Tenacious D, School of Rock, and uh, now Goosebumps. Really, Watch Bernie? You know him you'll, you'll from like Goosebumps? <laughs> he was he played Goosebumps. Did, did you watch Goosebumps? Goosebumps? Yeah, absolutely. I watched Goosebumps. Okay. Did you get Goosebumps? Ah, oh. I did not. Oh. Maybe as a false kid, advertising. <laughs> no, man. I I used to, I used to read Goosebumps as a kid all the time. Like all the time, Monster of course blood. I want to go the movie. This podcast is Hell not yeah. sponsored by Goosebumps, uh, and yes, it is. R.L. Stein. <laughs> no, man. Uh, Double Fine. Yeah, I've been playing uh, Broken Age. R.L. Stein should team up with Double Fine. Be like, Psychonauts Two brought to you by R.L. Stein from Double Fine. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's no, man. Uh, Justin, I know you and I were talking about this a little while ago. I've been playing Broken Age recently. Yes. A lot of fun, man. Not the game I'd expect myself to like, though, because it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a point-and-click puzzle game. See that I actually just recently bought Broken Age, um, and I haven't launched it yet. Do you see a theme here? Um, but um, I, I got it because of that, because it looks like you know stylized, quirky sort of puzzle game, and those are the kind of games I really like. Uh, but uh, how is it? Definitely so I'm writing. enjoying it. You yeah, know, the gameplay is is pretty uh, pretty basic, very simple. But yeah, like uh, Ryan was saying, you got to use your head. But the writing, it's typical stuff you'll find from Double Fine, and uh, yeah. they got Elijah Wood uh, voicing the ma- one of the main characters, and just absolutely yep. phenomenal. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where uh, yeah, Justin, as you said, um, it's very gameplay is very basic and like. You kind of have to think a lot about like certain things, and you have to really listen to what the characters are saying to you when you talk to them. But like once you figure out like certain puzzles, you like I don't know for for me personally, like I'm not a puzzle guy. I hate puzzle games. It took Jordan like two years to get me to beat Portal. But 2. I did it. I forced you but through you that it, thing. You 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 got me one you of coached the, him through uh, it. Only... Oh, dude. I, I need to. There's uh, there's actually videos online of us playing. So so what what I did, um, we actually played. I I forced literally forced Ryan to live stream Portal to the the main story mode um, on on Twitch, and uh, so I talked him through it, and like we we riffed back and forth on Twitch about it, and then after that, uh, we did the dumb thing of not being on Twitch and just like playing co op together. Um, and getting super drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know Just what remember. I was talking about either at that point. It was not. It was not a good time, but it was a great time. Yeah, no. There's there's a video of us. I'm I'm looking at the two videos right now of our stream highlights from Portal Two. Yo, I cut that. Oh, good. Yeah, Those were the good old days when I actually used my video editing skills. Well, you can't skills. talk about that without <laughs> linking it in Skype. Oh yeah, you you'll regret it, but you can watch it. Come on, it, it is there. 
Uh, just no, no. I'll I'll link it. I'll link it. Just remember that that oh, editing good. was all me. Uh, did the whole I'll watch thing. that after. Listen, cut it in to 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 the podcast listeners. If you want to go and listen to it, you can go to the Core Worlds YouTube channel <laughs> oh, yeah. and you'll find <laughs> it, it Portal Two Stream Highlights. Oh my gosh! Uh, could also tweet it out. Why don't you? Yeah, it's going to be tweeted on the uh, well, Born and Game. Again, show. the only people who would see it would be me, Jordan, and you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that the Morning Game Twitter account tweets out the link to this in case anyone who happens to listen does want to see it. Ryan, make it happen. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Okay, man. good, great. <laughs> Do it right now when no one has any context and hasn't listened to the episode. So, like, fine, I'll wait. <laughs> God damn it! You t- you tell me to go and then you tell me not to. Listen, if it doesn't get tweeted out, it's Jordan's fault. Just so you know. He didn't have his monster today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, dude, uh, that sucked. Portal Two sucked. No, it was good, and you no, admitted no, to awful. me that it was it good. It was awful. It's fantastic. Prove it. There's no video of it. I won you over in the end because I knew it was a good game. Nah, it's a piece of shit game. Oh gosh, it's not what you said last night. You're right, because I was at work last night. Yeah, you didn't say probably anything about Portal. Yeah, th- thanks, thanks. Uh, come again. Thank you for buying this uh, this sweet guitar. Uh, you should come again and uh, buy another one. By the way, Portal Two fucking sucks. <laughs> Have a nice day, sir. As he's walking out of the store, totally like flabbergasted. <laughs> he's like well, I looking mean, back and be like, I can't believe you said that. I actually thought Portal Two was he's just, just okay, as worse as the guy who says he yeah. hates Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I. I actually thought Portal 2 was a good game. How could somebody say that? <laughs> I think this is where we discover that we're actually just video game haters and don't like any video games. Hey, man, I like a lot of video games as long as they're StarCraft related. There you go. Here's an unpopular opinion. I didn't care for The Last of Us. Yeah. You get off this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if you noticed, but on the Twitter account, my my header is actually a Last of Us, like, screenshot from it dude the last of us is like one of my all-time favorite games i understand why it's amazing i understand (laughs) everyone who likes it i understand it's high scores didn't it didn't uh resonate with me that's all it is oh man no i'm i'm a huge story guy so so the better the story the the more oh me too i I was moved to tears at the very beginning for sure but i I don't know just something about it just uh that's fair enough. That's another you know, game. Just like The Witcher, yeah. The Witcher Three. I, another game that I've only really played for five hours, and people are going to crucify me for like not playing it more because I know how good of a game it is. I just can't find the uh, motivation to jump in. Well, the problem with The Witcher is it's so goddamn long; it just doesn't end. Like every time you think you're coming close, they introduce some new character, some new plot line, and it goes on for another twelve hours. I feel like that's what people are saying about the new Zelda to bring it full circle. Like they're the people who are criticizing it more heavily um, are like saying that it takes too long to get going or uh, it doesn't like, it doesn't grip you because it's just like a lot of empty space. Um, So I guess there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different opinions in the world. Definitely, and it's, well, yeah. it's not fair to silence anybody who, you know, who criticizes any high, highly reviewed 
work, especially like Zelda. Well, and, I can see where the uh, argument would be, but you can't silence them until they say Last of Us wasn't a good game. <laughs> oh. Can't silence anyone until they're like core. <laughs> I'm probably muted right now. <laughs> so I can say whatever I want. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, we can't do that in the middle of recording. If, if this weren't recording, you'd be off this Skype call. <laughs> Thank goodness for the integrity of Ryan's audio career that he's like, look, the joke cannot be ruined just because of my dumb recording standards. <laughs> Listen, I don't get paid for nothing, okay? <laughs> nothing I get paid on this podcast. Please, somebody sponsor us. <laughs> or create a Patreon. Yeah. yeah, so that there could be millions of people who can choose not to give us any money. <laughs> hey, that's how most say, of them crea- start out. <laughs> create a Patreon so the five people following the podcast on Twitter, the five people who are regularly on the podcast can go sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go here's five dollars oh thanks five dollars awesome thanks me that's how it starts i'll like text you jordan be like hey thanks for the five bucks man (laughs) here i bought you a coffee (laughs) you don't want to go grab a bev you know thanks for the five dollars i give you a five dollar tim's card (laughs) oh gosh man why'd you have specified tim's now they know we're canadian they're gonna find us bitch yeah Yeah, because name dropping ottawa at the start of the podcast wasn't enough they could have meant Ottawa in the now. U.S., obviously. Is there an Ottawa in the U.S.? Apparently. Yeah, Ottawa, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Ah, they're fake. <laughs> fake Chicago, news! Chicago. <laughs> We're the only real Ottawa. Fake cities. That's right. It's All true. other cities are fakers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a, it's a bad time to wrap up. Man, it's, uh, it's good to be finally out of my cryogenic sleep for... Uh, an hour before once again being thrown back into the abyss dude 2017 looks a lot like 2015 i <laughs> except i'm in, i except i i i moved back to ottawa i'm no longer in halifax oh uh you were in halifax jeez okay i was is that i mentioned it several is times. that where they store the all the bodies that they freeze uh, yeah i'm flying i'm flying out again in about an hour oh, okay in the well, harbor well we'll never see you again <laughs> That's where they put all the bodies is underneath the uh, McDonald Bridge there. If uh, you enjoyed this episode, please uh, support our Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash monsterenergydrinks. Please sponsor us. Uh, I'd also like to say a big thank you to Justin for uh, dealing with us for just under an hour. More if you count all the issues with trying to get Skype to record things. Thanks for being on, man. Hey, for sure. Nothing nothing beats an evening of letting your stalkers know where you are. Hey man, that's like my life. <laughs> and talking games, uh, and talking games, absolutely. Hey Justin, if uh, if people want to come say hi to you, uh, how can they find you? How can they find me? Uh, they can find me on Twitter uh, and on Xbox Live at Goldfish Scorpio. Goldfish Scorpio. First two O's are zeros. Oh, that's oh god, it's another David. <laughs> <laughs> David the boss man on Twitter. <laughs> First two O's are zeros. Uh, Jordan, if you want to follow Jordan, he's at JTeeth. Nope, I am not. Don't try and follow at JTeeth on Twitter because you will follow Enoch Asamoa because Twitter... Please, everybody follow Twitter at has J-Teeth not removed that Twitter. account since 2010. Uh, you can find me at Jordan 
Uh, Jordan Teeth. That's it. I don't even know my own Twitter <laughs> handle anymore. I've gone off the deep end. So yeah, at JTeeth. And uh, <laughs> if you want to, uh, if you want to follow myself, I am at Instinct Golden. Uh, and if you want to keep up with news on the podcast, uh, follow us at Born and Gamed on There'll Twitter. There'll probably be a link on that Twitter account uh, with a link to our uh, portal playthrough, maybe, possibly. May, may, yeah, more than likely, if I remember. Hey, Cortana, end this episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.